1: Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com.
0: Welcome, your host of Grill Nation, always dressed up and ready to go, even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello, and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 a.m. and talk980 a.m.com. You connect with the show at grillnationshow.com as well as on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. And you can connect with me at Jason Grill pretty much on every uh, social media uh, world out there. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. I think that's all of them. And at Grill Nation Show on Twitter and Instagram. we get a lot of photos of our guests. We'll take one today as well and pop that up there soon. I want to thank all of our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Uh, without their support, we couldn't have the show. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Kenny Hertz Perry, Catalyst, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, and Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power and Light District and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rank. also want to thank our guest, co and contributors of the show, Andrew Bash, John Kenney It's Danny Pfeiffer, Ryan maybe. Uh And I'm really excited about the upcoming year and all the great things that are going to happen here with Grill Nation's show. Thank you for all the supporters and partners. If you'd like to partner or support the show, you can con- connect with me at jasongrill at gmail.com. i uh, love to hear from you. Okay. So we have a great show today. Uh, I, as we talked about briefly last week and have, uh, recently visited Havana, Cuba, uh, which is now open to Americans to, to take part in the fun. And I was one of the delegate delegates on a U.S. delegation with Tech Week, which we had here in Kansas City, uh, in September. And they uh, allowed me to be one of the 60 entrepreneurs to go, but I'm lucky to have been joined by two other entrepreneurs, actually uh, three other entrepreneur, four other entrepreneurs and business people. We have two in studio today. One will join us by phone in the next segment. Uh, in studio right now, we have Ryan O'Connell from YEC and Blake Miller from Think Big Partners. How you doing? Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Jason. Great to see you guys. Um, okay, so first off, let's let's get a little update on what you guys are up to uh, and uh, what you're excited about for 2016. Let's start with uh, let's start with Ryan. Let's start with uh, the guy to my left here. Uh, what are you up to, man? What's yeah. going on in your in your uh, career? Yeah,
2: so just to kind of transition now. I'll be kind of taking over everything uh, sales related for an organization called the Young Entrepreneurs Council, which is really an invite only uh, membership organization for entrepreneurs under the age of forty, uh, above either a million dollars in revenue or funding and above. And so, uh, been about been around for about five years, and uh, excited about kind of them coming to Kansas City and being a part of kind of the growth for entrepreneurs in the Midwest and. And then obviously beyond, but focus a lot on uh, Kansas City.
0: So you'll be doing a lot of uh, recruitment and a lot of traveling, it sounds like. But you're based here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean you guys are, you know, both members, so as as you know, it's a great organization and really just trying to find more members like you guys or you know, entrepreneurs that have been through it, um that can have access to, you know, sure the the, the travel benefits and um you know, kind of access to events and things like that, but more importantly access to other entrepreneurs that have, that have maybe been through something different than you have, uh, and you can ask questions and kind of start to form relationships where you can find value in helping each other out.
0: Yec.co. Ryan is also at Mizzou grad and a Sid Makai. Let's just throw that in there wow. for good for good presence. <laughs> and the, he was born the, in August like me, so the, the Jayhawk
2: over here.
3: Just <laughs> well, you know, yeah. we're both the same we got basketball same right? same.
0: We'll get Ryan's take on uh, on Mizzou sports here in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Blake Miller, welcome back, man. Hey.
3: It's always good to be here. It's
0: Talk to us about to what back. you're up to, man. I know you've been chilling a little bit, working hard, but getting you know, stuff done. We're living uh, in the same building. We now. are.
3: We just we just moved in. It's great. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. One light get downtown. To, get to see the, the Jason Grill all the time. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, you know, I think that's it's that's a, a testament to what's happening downtown. The the ability to serendipitously kind of run into each other all the time is always great, and it strengthens bonds all the time. But uh, yeah, kind of, we're, we're wrapping up the year and, and really looking forward to a, an exciting 2016, not just for Think Big itself, but, um, you know, really Kansas City as a whole. You know, we've been, one of the big initiatives we've been working on is the, uh, Cisco, uh, Smart City Initiative, um, with a, the partnership with the city and, and, uh, Cisco and Sprint and, and others. We're, uh, Wi-Fi is getting installed right now downtown. Okay. As well as some other things. We'll see, uh, we'll see digital kiosks come, come online here in the next few months as well kind of uh, in tandem with the streetcar line and and uh hopefully here in the next few months we'll have our uh developer's portal up so entrepreneurs can tap into the data and some of the other uh, device assets that are out there and and build smart city solutions for uh not only Kansas City but uh, the the world abroad you
0: guys got to check out you guys have some of the cleanest uh, linkedin pages i've ever seen I'm doing, doing my, <laughs> doing diligence due on diligence me. on Blake Miller and Ryan yeah. O'Connell here. It looks great. Usually that happens before a show, right? No, I've done that before the show, yeah. but I pulled it up here on <laughs> online too, just to see what you guys have been up to.
3: Yeah. Um, so you're staying busy, Blake. You're involved in a bunch of different companies. Uh, I am. In, I am. I don't know how to say no sometimes, but, me either. Uh, but I also look at opportunity as, you know, in, in a growing ecosystem like Kansas City, you really got to seize opportunity and, and when nobody else is doing it, you really just kind of. Either stupidly or innovatively, run through the brick wall and and uh, get it done yourself.
0: I agree. Um, so we're talking about we will have three minutes left in this segment. Um, we all went on the trip to Havana, Cuba, uh, about earlier this month. It was early December. Let's just say it like that. Um, why did you guys decide to go on this trip with Tech Week?
3: Uh, uh, Ryan, you want to take that first, or
2: yeah, want? no, I mean it was simple for me, right? It was being able to um, get to be one of the first groups to get access to, you know, visiting and, and kind of touring around Havana, Cuba, meeting with entrepreneurs. And then, you know, kind of secondly, you know, candidly getting access to the other entrepreneurs that we got to go down with. I mean, it was kind of a, you know, shot in the dark to see who was on the trip, uh, not having a list and all that, but I, I think we can all agree we met you know, probably 59 out of the 60 were, were great people to hang out with. Uh, so it was, man, it was a good time. I, John Copac and I can't believe you said <laughs> that about him. He's not even here today. <laughs> that real estate guy, everybody <laughs> kept talking about the real
3: estate guy. Uh, uh, no, but I mean, to follow up on uh, what Ryan said is, you know, not only was it the amazing opportunity to get to go on a once in a lifetime trip, you know, it hasn't been opened up in the 60 or so years, uh, since everything started back at, with Bay of pigs and everything. But, um, so you had that unique experience. You had the unique experience of getting to go down with all these amazing other entrepreneurs at Tech Week. They do an amazing job at curating these people. Um, and then con- connecting you while you're down there. But for me, a lot of it too was being able to kind of farm the relationships that I have with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in, in these shared type of experiences. Grill, oh, Ryan, we've done them. Heck, we met, we met at South by. I met Ryan because of you at yeah. South by. Four or five years ago. Um, but I'm a big believer in you build ecosystems, you build partnerships, relationships with people by having these unique shared experiences. And so that was outside of all the obvious for me. It was, it was getting to go and, and share the experience with you guys as well as, uh, getting to know John better and, and, and Matt. I think, um, you know, you don't necessarily see John too often in these tech circles, but, but having, um, business leaders like that constantly talk and, and be better connected can only help an ecosystem grow
0: yeah so we had uh john Copakin uh was with us the real estate guy quote yeah. unquote. we'll call him that he might have founded a billion dollars tech startup <laughs> too we don't know he <laughs> was down there talking about it and then we had matt mcgraw president and ceo at dsi there as well so it's kind of a an interesting five guys that group that went from kansas city but i think a good group drew solomon uh, was so. scheduled to go but uh i guess didn't make it on the to the to the uh, tarmac for the plane flight huh <laughs> well, Drew,
3: he's got a lot of, a lot of stuff to tend to A lot to of iron in the fire
0: So anyways, uh, we're going to be back after the break We're going we're gonna to bring Matt McGraw in, Who I mentioned was uh, He actually flew us down there Which is really cool uh, Amazing have, experience Amazing experience to. We're going to have him on the show He's going to join us by phone here in the next segment And uh, we'll be more with uh, these two guys after that And more talk about the U.S. tech delegation to Havana, Cuba You're listening to Grill Nation
2: Running down the street like your head like a man on the wire Can't stop
1: laughing But I don't know why
3: don't Keep them going crazy though TV and the radio Been watching since a baby So I'm representing Casey Mo. Casey Mo, I'm
0: Welcome back to Grill Nation I'm your host Jason Grill Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM And talk980am.com As well as thanks to those listening on GrillNationShow.com and iTunes And TuneIn radio today We've got uh, some great guests with us today in studio. We've we've been talking about uh, the U.S. delegation trip to Cuba, Havana, Cuba, uh, which took place in early December 2015. We have Blake Miller uh, from Think Big Partners and Ryan O'Connell, who is with uh, the YEC. Welcome back, guys. How are you?
3: Doing awesome. How are you? Thanks for having us. Good Doing to have great. you in
0: studio. It's good to have the band back together after the <laughs> okay. awesome trip to Havana. Uh, we also have on the phone right now Matt McGraw, who's the president and CEO at DSI. Welcome to the show, Matt. How are you?
1: Jason, I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, uh great to have you on the show. Uh so we've kind of been we're gonna start getting into what our takeaways were from Cuba, but first off, I want to just kind of kind of learn about you and real briefly give me a, a, a blurb or an elevator pitch on kind of what you do for a living and uh then we'll get into how you got connected to the trip.
1: You bet, you bet. Again, thanks for having me. Uh, again, uh name is Matt McGraw, I'm the president and CEO here at D S I We're based here in Kansas City, we're a uh, a 36-year-old software company uh, that was uh, started there in the late 70s, and uh, based in downtown Kansas City, been down here for uh, uh, coming upon four years here this spring, and primarily we're a uh, software development company around mobile application development platforms, and uh, work in the verticals all around supply chain and manufacturing. So, uh, I've got just shy of uh, about 300 employees, and... uh, offices like i said based here in Casey and offices in uh, Hong Kong and Singapore, Melbourne, uh, and then London and uh, i don't know roughly 1500 plus customers in about uh, 60 countries around the world so we uh, we spread we spread out uh, spread out pretty well.
0: Successful Kansas City company what what has the experience been like for you downtown being based in downtown Kansas City Missouri the last 4 years?
1: You know good question you know i was uh, I was really skeptical we'd been based out in the, in the suburbs for for the entire uh, length of uh, of our company's history and uh, hadn't spent a lot of time in downtown Kansas City uh prior to that and uh, a good friend of mine uh, invited me who's an attorney downtown invited me whenever we started doing our our property search here I don't know if that time it was probably five years ago and uh you know I reluctantly uh uh, accepted the invitation and, and came down into town and started kicking tires and I tell you what very very quickly uh, it grew on me and uh, I tell you what just couldn't imagine being anyplace else it's been a huge advantage for us um, everybody knows in the tech world uh, uh, recruiting talent is, is, is the most difficult thing uh, whether you're based in Kansas City or whether you're based on, on either of the coasts um, it's all about the uh, the battle for talent, and especially hiring the, the next generation of workers. They uh, they tend to love to to work and play in the same area, and uh, it's just been a huge advantage and and real a culture shift for us in moving downtown. So couldn't be more happy than than with our location downtown.
0: It's great to hear. Uh, hopefully, more CEOs of companies your size follow your lead because. I think that's going to be huge in the future of the city. So, Matt, you uh we actually uh, all flew down together. Uh, we also had uh, John Copekin who joined us as well. We had five Kansas Citians take the trip, the Tech Week trip to Havana, Cuba. How did you get connected with Tech Week? I know you were involved in the Tech Week Kansas City here earlier this year.
1: Yeah, the way I got hooked up with Tech Week was really my involvement with Launch KC. I, I chair the advisory board for Launch KC, which is, um which as many of your listeners may know is a uh, it's a competition it's a business competition brought entrepreneurs all around technology and uh and in conjunction with my involvement with them they got uh they got hooked up with Tech Week and uh um was really excited about that it really added a lot of momentum uh to to our launch KC efforts and uh it culminated in just an an unbelievably successful uh event here this this past September where uh where we uh we we crowned the ten finalists and each got fifty thousand dollar cash uh awards and office space and mentors for a year. And the the final competition was held in conjunction with Tech Week and there were there were over five thousand, nearly probably fifty two, fifty three hundred folks that that emerged from all over the country on downtown K C this past September. So just a fantastic first year for both uh for Tech Week and Launch K C.
0: Right, and then so uh we, they convinced you to go to Havana, right? So you yep. went to Havana, and uh, we had five of us there, and we'll get into more with Blake and Ryan here in a little bit. But uh, what were your takeaways? Uh, I know we sat next to each other on the flight from Miami to Havana. I'm, I'm glad that went okay. I, 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 didn't, I didn't grab you or anything. There was no turbulence. Uh, I know I smoked a lot of cigars down there, but uh, I mean, what were your initial impressions? I know you travel a lot, uh, and, and what, what, what the trip kind of entailed?
1: Yeah, I, I guess in 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 one phrase, uh, 1959, right? Uh, it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like time time stood still. You know, I really didn't have any expectations. I mean, I mean, you hear a lot of noise about what's going on. You, you read and hear a lot of things in the press, and I kind of just went really with an open mind, and and I was probably you know from a selfish standpoint, um, from a business standpoint, I was more curious about what what were the what the opportunities uh, were around uh, uh, talent acquisition, right? So, you know, uh, any place that we can find, uh, people to help us, uh, with and help us serve our customer better so it was a big reason why I went down there. I heard there's a lot of smart people down there. So I was curious to see, uh, you know, if, if the doors continue to open or not, what our opportunity might be to, to maybe acquire some talent down there. So I think that was probably my, 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 my biggest, uh, initiative or, or kind of thing that I was looking for. You know, getting down there, um you know, regardless of, of, you know, your political persuasion or, or you agree or don't agree with what's going on from a policy standpoint in regards to the U.S. policy, um, you know, people are people. And, um, there, we met some fabulous people down there, um, some very creative and innovative people down there. You know, those guys down there have, have really struggled under, uh, uh, under their political regimes in regards to sanctions and stuff. And they've had to figure out how to, how to make it on their own, uh, Uh, under under that uh, very difficult pressure so it's impressive to see what the folks have done um with limited resources so uh a lot of ways a lot
0: of ways to go though don't you think with regards to to what you're looking for
1: (laughs) yeah oh you know and probably the biggest you know the biggest thing was just around you know the the technical infrastructure i should say the lack there of that infrastructure i mean you know i took down a an at&t phone i took down a verizon phone and stuff and come to find out the, the, the only phones that were working down there really were, uh, were the Sprint phones. And I know Sprint was, was new to down there. Um, but you know, just the basic things, even trying to get connected on the internet, we were saying at one of the top of hove- hotels there in Havana, just even trying to get connected there locally made it very, very difficult. So, you know, they, they've got a long ways to go, um, in regards to, uh, just things that, that we take for granted on a day in a day out basis earlier in the, uh, in the year, I was with my uh, my family down in uh, down in Bolivia, and uh, we were way out in the Andes, and uh, you know, you know, about eight hour drive away from La Paz, and I had unbelievably great coverage on my cell phone. So you think about some places as far off the grid down there having access to to the things that that we get so used to. Then you're ninety miles off the. Uh, you know, the southeast coast of the U.S. and not being all connected was uh, a sometimes frustrating experience.
0: But also a great experience, right? I mean, uh, people were – I know you, you you could tell people were more engaged and more present, I think, at least on the tour buses. And, uh, I mean, what about those cars? I mean, come on, Matt. I mean, I've got a picture in front of me of you in a yellow uh, – I don't know what that was. It looks, looks like a great car, but it has an American flag, flag Bell- flying on. Yellow Bel Air. Yellow Bel Air.
1: Yeah, it was the old bell. And then, actually, the guy was so proud. He was driving us around that day. He uh, showed us the inside of uh, the engine compartment. He had actually had painted a uh, an American flag in there, which was super cool. And even, uh, they, you know, they flew the American flags around in our cars. We drove around. You know, that was kind of one of those magical experiences. You know, you hear about, you know, kind of how time has stopped down there, and you hear about the cars. But actually we were able to get in a whole processional and parade with a bunch of that you was know, the coolest 19. part for
3: me. That, that was yeah. so cool.
1: Yeah, I think like
2: the public American for... flags are pretty recent. Though I'm going to go ahead and say that didn't <laughs> happen ten years ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, you can tell they. They. I'm sure they hadn't. They weren't doing that a few years back. But you know, there was a lot of pride. I mean, you know, there. You know, a lot of those families are split um, based on what's happened down there, and a lot of those people have families living up in the U.S. And um, a lot of them, I think, have been kind of a silent majority of supporters down there now based upon what's going on i think they they feel a lot more freedom to be able to to show their appreciation for the u.s so you know that was great to see
0: it really was i mean and and so what about like i never felt unsafe down there and we kind of traveled together and what were your take on like the just kind of traveling there for people that haven't been there yet
1: yeah, I mean, I, I never felt unsafe at all, and, and, you know, you didn't, you know, never felt weird about walking around or, or anything like that. So felt completely safe, completely secure. And, you know, I, I think, there, you know, there's going to be a great opportunity and a lot more, depending upon what they do with some of the tourism, you know, supposedly there or whatever it is that the Port of San Francisco, I think, that they had built several years ago, and it was kind of like, you know, if, if you build it, they will come. Well, that's going to be 50, 60, whatever, how many years later that finally the cruise ships are, are tentatively scheduled to show up. Based upon what I've read here, maybe coming this uh, this next spring. And um, and you know, I think for folks that haven't haven't been down there, you know, I think it's a great thing to go down and kind of experience and check out. And wouldn't have any reservations in recommending um, someone to go
0: down there. Yeah, I think we also had a great hotel stay as well. I think you guys could agree here in studio.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, obviously the hotel stay was great. Um, but you know, walking around out, uh, going out after all of the guided tours, uh, you know, the Tuesday or Wednesday night that we were out, you know, those we were all, I remember going down, like riding the, you know, flying down there talking about, well, you know, I'm, I'm a boundary pusher, but I, I might not be <laughs> pushing any boundaries this trip. <laughs> right. I'm going to kind of stay within and Tuesday night, midnight rolls around and we're all trying to find the, you know, uh, Casa de Musica or wherever we were trying to go. And, and uh, it was it was that was an interesting thing to me because it was just there was no reservations it was just hopping a, hopping their version of an Uber and go <laughs> absolutely
0: Matt McGraw thanks for uh, coming on the show today I'm Matt McGraw president C E O at D S I uh, look forward to talking to you more soon man and congrats on everything you've accomplished here in Kansas City and and kudos for you for locating in downtown Kansas City Missouri and hopefully we'll get to go on another trip here in the near future great Jason thanks for having me thanks for being on the show. Guys, we'll be right back after the break with more talk on the Tech Week U.S. delegation to Havana, Cuba. Thanks for listening to 980 AM. Take care. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down. Like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right.
3: I just want to chill.
0: Welcome back to Grill Nation 980 a.m. Talk980 a.m. I'm Jason Grill, your host. Connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Had a great show so far. I appreciate Matt McGraw from DSI coming on in our last segment uh, to talk about his experience in Havana, Cuba, as well as about his business and its. Great work it's doing in Kansas City Missouri and throughout the world. Uh we're going to continue on here with Blake Miller from Think Big Partners and Ryan O'Connell from the YEC. Welcome back, guys. Great to be back. Always great to that's be where, back. That's where that's where you say thanks, Jason. Always good to be here. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, we you know, I'm really interested to hear about it. let's kind of let's kind of walk through this trip. So, you know, we had the uh the great experience of spending a day in Miami, right. which we, we booked the flight. We got on the a private plane, which was really cool. I'd never done that before. Uh, and he was him, a f-
3: senator. You never
0: had. Oh, come on. I was never a senator, but Blake <laughs> likes to call me that. Um, no, I had never done it. I've seen Air Force One. I've never been, been on a flight in it. But, uh, but, Blake, so we got to spend that day in Miami, which was really cool because, one, it was December, uh, and we were in Miami, and it was nice to be in a warm weather. Yes. But that was kind of cool. Like just kind of having that day to kind of for each of us kind of to get to know, I mean, like you said in the earlier segment, kind of the Kansas city guys outside of Kansas city connected,
3: right. we all kind of know each other, yeah. but, but getting kind of spend that unique time together is, is always different. You have different conversations. I mean, listening to you and, uh, and Matt Spar over uh, political issues <laughs> or, is always fun. Um, but, you, but you actually learn a lot too. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think that getting out of kind of our day to day settings was something that was really unique and, and, a and great experience. And we got to go to, Prime One Twelve, Prime One Twelve, amazing steak, better bacon, better bacon.
0: (laughs) So I I recommended two places. One was a total disaster because I thought it was the was the place (laughs) that had the bacon. Did Haas ever uh, ever
3: retweet you? I
0: I did not. I did not reach out to Hosmer. I should have Hosmer. If you're listening to this, (laughs) amazing bacon, amazing,
3: amazing bacon. We went to
0: the Clevelander, which is not what I expected it, but had a really cool sign out front, and ESPN taped a lot of shows at that location. Then we went to Prime One Twelve, which is the best steakhouse in Miami. Uh they have they, they on the bar they give you candied bacon basically in a in a glass.
3: But enough about Miami and the States. Let's talk about yeah, we'll Cuba. Get, we'll get into that. Dropping <laughs> right into Cuba like Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> just rolling in hot and then just starting driving right through the uh right through the city and they yeah. just start. I mean, we had no time to, once we landed, it was just like, wow. Yeah. So we got our chartered yeah. flight from, uh,
0: Havana Air, which I didn't, I didn't even know if we were on Dude, it, I didn't it right know Air now. Was a thing. I was pretty sure Air.
2: they painted the plane right before we <laughs> took off at Havana Air. They,
0: uh, they, uh, they were real interesting. The flight was interesting. Uh, but anyway, so there's 60 entrepreneurs, tech entrepreneurs with the tech week delegation. We land in Cuba and then basically we're on the tour bus. We
3: just boarded a tour bus and we just started going. Like they were just, this is that. This is. Oh, wait, let's first. Let's say at the airport we saw a guy wearing a
0: Chiefs hat. We did first guy we saw, uh, which was very weird. I mean, the experience like walking out, I was kind of like, oh god, this is going to be an interesting trip. I I was a little. Bit, I
3: was a little bit nervous when I first walked out, and it's just Cuban people everywhere, and Staring I didn't see you. any of my friends. And I was just like, <laughs> I've already messed this up. I've already. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. It was. It was. uh
0: It was a little it, weird at first.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, you just kind of show up on a basically, on a desert a deserted island is I, I kind of looked at it <laughs> you know i'd never been there don 't know a lot about it had had left my mind totally open to go there was yeah, and, and it was just gonna
0: you're there, yeah, and you walk out and there's there's hundreds of people, and the airport is there's only like three
3: airplanes landing there at the time, and, and you know? the hustles already had started, like everyone wanted to give you a ride, they had this car, they wanted to show you and give you a ride i mean i I feel like I landed and like u s citizen was written on my forehead because <laughs> like we just stuck out, so so we hard.
0: definitely did um so ryan what so we went we took a tour then, and we did we go to the hotel? no, we didn't go to the hotel we literally went to we oh went town. to the national
3: well we went to the national
0: national hotel no, Universe, national hotel which yeah. is where beautiful.
3: all the uh all the um you know old celebrities all spent all their time every in Sinatra, athlete, yeah. every athlete everybody i mean Cuba was a boom town. it, it was, was, vegas it was vegas. before vegas, yeah I mean, it casinos was... were there. And, and all it the was mob issues. Beautiful, it, and it felt like we walked back in time. We landed, and we were back in
0: time. Yeah, I liked the Hotel Nacional, and then we w- went through Old Town, which was really cool. Yeah, it felt old like Havana. being in Spain like a year, hundred years ago. It was very European looking to me.
3: It was, and it was because it was so old. It was, and it was so pres- well preserved, really. And I remember, I don't remember exactly the building it was, but they had Columbus's remains there for like <laughs> two or three hundred years. <laughs> yeah, you know? I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, like That's... crazy. And then they then they took them back when when uh when when something i don't remember exactly what happened but they took him back <laughs> they took them out there anymore yeah columbus <laughs> is not in cuba anymore so it was fast-paced we didn't even
0: really meet the people yet on our trip at that point we were just kind of all kind of talking it was very um wasn't really like a planned thing where we went around a room and we said here's who i am and here's no what I do.
3: it i keep trying to like give like a good analogy of what of how we just landed and just started going it yeah. was but, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was definitely a unique experience and, and having everything so guided in that first day before you knew it, it was the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, went to old
0: town and Then we finally checked in a hotel, which is really cool in old Parque town. Central. Yeah. Parque Centrale recommended, uh, nice property. Beautiful. It was, a, it was a beautiful, lobby. it, think was, it beautiful. was a Spanish
3: resort. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely not what I was expecting to stay in in Cuba. No, uh, no, it was, it's very European. Very nice. Um,
0: a I think nice. my
2: lack of expectations were good and bad. I mean, I went in like super blank and then I think when we finally got to old town, I was like, we're in Cuba. Yeah. And you then, felt like you were there. And then it hit me almost too hard of like, well, I, I try this to go in really unique.
3: Yeah. I try to go in super open-minded, but you still have everything in the back of your mind. Okay. This is a communist country, socialist country. You're like, I, I don't know that I was necessarily expecting it or wasn't, but I, I guess I kind of thought people would be kind of walking with their heads down and, and, not and it wasn't that i felt like the cuban people were totally free um everybody had their hustle they were always trying to get you to do this or sell some you something some
0: lady drew a photo of you in like 10 seconds like following that was us so around. impressive and <laughs> i was like
3: uh, i don't even have my money exchanged yet i can't even give you anything <laughs> yeah yeah um it, but uh yeah that that first day was pretty amazing and then waking up that second day and uh hitting the ground running hard
0: so yeah so we uh the food you know a lot of pork a lot of beans a lot of rice a lot of plantains I think it's uh, good. Yeah. And it was good. No, I did not think of it. Oh, bad. you did not? No, I
3: thought it was so bland. And then this as we like spices, I like the food. Well, you know, I, I I thought it was so bland and, and kind of just simple, which which was good and in, in some aspects. A lot aspects. of rice, a lot of beans. A lot of rice, but it made so much sense when it just didn't occur to me that they only have one beans. One rice. One version of this, this and that. So it was so I thought heart- I thought you were a fan of the pork
0: at uh the barbecue like, at Hotel like, Nationale. I did like
3: it. It was good stuff. That
0: was good. Stuff. A lot of mojitos, right? Too many mojitos. So 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 rum, Havana rum, Havana Club rum is huge, obviously, and they have a beer called um, Crystal. Crystal, I think it's called Crystal.
3: But anyways, Crystal, um, you're trying to class <laughs> it up a little bit, Jason. But anyways, but
0: I mean, you're handed a mojito
3: basically everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. I mean, <laughs> the the service industry is really great. They they really take care of people. But I thought it was interesting that the service industry was full of so many, um, I guess what do you say, scholars? Uh, you know, they're, they're the really, really intelligent, smart people. Um, but the skilled laborer, the skilled people, um, work weekend jobs. They work mm-hmm. in the service industry because they actually make four or five, maybe six times more than the $50 that they could make being a surgeon. A doctor.
0: So like a doctor might be your hotel, uh, um, concierge. Yeah. We're lighting the cigar for you. It's not crazy. Yeah,
2: we're driving a cab. We're driving. Okay, so let's yeah. talk about
0: that. Was that day one? That was day two. So day one finished. Uh, we got to ride in a pink Cadillac.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. Convertible. Got to do that. <laughs> riding, riding around the streets, uh, streets <laughs> of, streets of Havana. John at in John morning. has a
0: photo of that. That was yeah. surreal. We went to an art house that was incredible. Pamela right. Reese, who's uh, written up in the New York Times. You can check her out at the New York Times. There's a big article, which apparently Kate, Katy Perry was there a week or two before. And then Jay-Z and Beyonce were at the same party, the same house. It's yeah. an art house, which was just cool. Kind of getting off the outskirts and seeing kind of a, it was like a compound, but it had like amazing, metallic art yeah just which was a white beautiful. party which i had never been to one of those in my life like a <laughs> legit white party i've been to like the the one at uh the nelson but that's that's you know everyone there we didn't know any of these people
3: so it was kind of cool No, to that's the, when people started getting a little bit more comfortable with the a with lot of mojitos we're going down. They're to have talk but honestly one of the coolest things for me of the trip i mean the entire trip was what's a once-in-a-lifetime experience but one of the coolest things was what we it was the wednesday morning they got blake and i were up early for that we were up early um but wednesday morning getting up to go for uh the the tour of the city really but on all of the old time cars Mm -hmm. so they had gotten what 30 30 of the cars for us yeah convertible convertible all convertibles all just beautifully pristine condition and we all just loaded up in them and just started driving through the streets of Havana honking. They all had crazy horns and everything. It was, it felt like a parade was put on for us. It was really kind of fun. <laughs> and you but can was... check
0: that out. There's an article at StarlandNews.com that we yeah. did an interview for that. They, they used some of our photos from yeah. that trip. But, but yeah. And also we'll point out too, we met with some Cubans, uh, an economic, uh, uh, scholar, uh, and also a architectural scholar. And it was fascinating was... to talk to them about, kind of the changes in the economy and you know moving away from well, kind the of the prob- communist
3: well not only that but like the problems that they have even going forward like they have you know people don't own anything they just have shelter um and so you can't buy or sell homes you can't do anything it's not can't be evicted really you can't be evicted which is you know all these things that we know to be true and that creates competition and that's just you know in the housing but all of these things that we know to be true in capitalism, free market, that creates competition, which creates better service, it creates all these things, they just don't have that there. They don't have this sense of competition mm-hmm. of, of trying to do better or trying to build things better because it's very um, family-driven, I think, yeah, very is. communal-driven. They pass down the cars, they pass down the houses, right. they pass down the… And so their, la- their sense of business is you don't necessarily have to pay anybody back. Um You just get that and then you continue to kind of do it and you make more money and you and you do, it, but you don't have anything to, you don't pay back your investors, your investors were your family. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting.
0: It's good stuff. I will mention that we, we're going to be going to break here, but the cigar factory was also a highlight <laughs> for me. Having the ability to walk through there and actually see some of the finest cigars in the world being made right in front of you was pretty neat.
3: I think that was the, awesome. The uh, the cigars that we got, the the bat cigar was awesome.
0: <laughs> yes, cool. we did. We did a lot in Cuba. But we'll be right back after the break. We're gonna talk in our last segment more about the entrepreneurship spirit in Cuba and some of the tech issues down there. And then also, I'm sure we'll get into some more fun stories from the Tech Week Havana U.S. delegation trip that happened in December 2015. We'll be back after the break on Grill Nation Show. Thanks for listening.
1: I I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Maybe the streets are... What if I had your heart? What if you were my scars?
0: How will we break down? What if you were me? Welcome back to the show. Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Talk 980 AM and talk980am.com. Also grillnationshow.com and iTunes, and TuneIn Radio. I want to thank our partners and supporters again at Grill Nation. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Kenny Ertz-Perry, Catalyst, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, and Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power & Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rank. Thanks for supporting Grill Nation. We're going to continue on with our final segment of the day. We've had a great show so far with talking about the uh, Tech Week U.S. delegation trip to Havana, Cuba that took place at the end of 2015. We have Blake Miller from Think Big Partners and Ryan O'Connell from YEC here in studio today. We had Matt McGraw on earlier in the show. Only one that couldn't be reached today is John Copakin, who is busy, obviously, creating a better life for many, many corporations and companies throughout Kansas City through one of the finest real estate companies in town. Um, we'll get it. We'll get it. He, he said that he would do a segment, uh, sometime. You know, in early 2016, uh, with the show. Hopefully so, uh, with
3: some good plans for, for everybody downtown.
0: Yes, yeah. definitely. Definitely. We have a lot to talk about with him. Um, guys, last segment of the show. I want to talk about kind of. Uh, one of the other things we did on the trip, we went to the U.S. ambassador's residence on the last day after we went to Ernest Hemingway's house, which was real weird. He had a lot of dead animals on the wall. <laughs> Lots. And, uh, of and, uh, did a lot of interesting things there in that compound in Havana. But one of the things is we went to an area that was, I forgot what the name was, but it was beautiful homes. I mean, just well, it was all, where all
3: of the, uh, ambassador's homes are yeah. and, and even some of the, uh, the, um, the embassies themselves, but uh, they basically called it like the Beverly Hills of Cuba. It, it really did look
0: like you're driving through Beverly Hills. Um, so I went to the U.S. Ambassador's residence. What a house,
3: man! That was I've beautiful. To, I've it was never... built for uh, FDR that yeah. he never actually got to see it. Um, I thought that was interesting. I thought it was interesting how the entire grounds also was, uh, you know, built for a wheelchair and the wider wider doors and everything too. But the, the residence was absolutely just. Breathtaking! Is so that the had, first
2: ambassador house you guys have been to?
3: Uh, I, it's
2: my first for sure. I've been to the one in
0: Ireland, I think. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I mean, never really inside. You know, I've seen them. I've never actually got a full tour. But we uh, we had to be one of the first groups that went into that house.
3: Yeah, that was that was a pretty special experience. Getting to take all the pictures in front of the uh, the ambassador's podium <laughs> was was great. I think, think he was
2: almost like caught off guard. Like he w- he had just flown back to Cuba from DC. He did. He was from talking about something.
3: Um,
0: we had he, all
2: been rained on at Hemingway's house. We, we were not aware like
3: that we were going there.
2: Complete no, hell. I mean, it was he's like
3: no, we didn't look good actually. That was actually <laughs> the funny part. He's like, "You guys been what here for a couple of weeks?" And he's like, "3 <laughs> days, <laughs> 70 hours, <laughs> sir." We thought
0: we thought we thought we were going I thought we were going to the actual embassy building. I didn't right. know we were going to the residence. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. We we driven through the by the embassy many times. Um but yes, yeah, so we we heard from him. We got to walk around the grounds. They had an amazing eagle. In the backyard, which well, I haven't posted on social yet, but that eagle, beautiful. the
3: head, it's still missing its head, and I remember where he said it was, but there's somewhere in Cuba. um wait, that wait, The wait. head is. I saw the head. I took that no. he was. He talked about that. He talked about how I thought at I thought some he said point that in it 20... fell
0: off a statue. It did. And, they it, gave and it it in to some
3: them. point in 2016, they're like going to commemorate like the coming together of U.S. and and Cuba again, and actually put the head back on it. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: well, they must have, they must have had a fake head on the one I looked at in the backyard there, Blake.
3: <laughs> that's what he talked about. He talked about, he literally spent three minutes. Go to, minutes Gr- on
0: that. go to Add Jason grill on Twitter and I will post the eagle photo and you let me know if there's a head on it or not. It looks like there's a beak and a head. I feel but, like but that's but anyways, a really long
3: story for me to just make up out of nowhere. <laughs> Blake,
0: Blake is a historic history, historic guy. He, he threw in the FDR line, which I liked. I, I forgot about I that. I thought that was fascinating. It was fascinating. So we went to that and then we, we made it back to America somehow, but one of the things- well, No, was, actually,
3: we got stranded at the, <laughs> at the airport for three and a half to four hours, where then the Cuban government on our chartered flight just put people on. Which
0: I heard is, happens, though. I mean, I did some research afterwards and it said, you know what? I mean, they gotta get people what are you out, do? they you gotta gonna get gonna get argue people with up.
3: them, like, gonna no, argue. let's get on this, like, every, I just remember everybody talking, like, what are you gonna do? Argue? Like, just get on the plane, let's go. Right. I think everyone
2: it. was so ready to come back at that point. Yeah. And they, it was a whirlwind trip. Probably 90% of the people missed their flights, connecting flights back, yeah. and they handled it pretty well, I thought. I mean, all things considered. So let's
0: talk about uh, – we, we got to go quickly here, guys. The <clears throat> group of people we had – I want to just mention some of the people that were on the trip uh, with us. Uh, we had co-founders of Uber, co-founder of Foursquare, president of Weber Shanwick, uh, the f- owner of the Tampa Bay Rays, also a, a Goldman Sachs vice president um, – the owner of Elite Daily, uh, which is a big media conglomerate, just sold to Daily Mail. What am I forgetting here? That's that's just right. a handful of people. Jason Grill was on the trip. He, Jason Grill. Uh, John and,
3: <laughs> No, I mean I the entire the entire trip was filled with people that are extremely high achievers. And I think that was something one of the most unique things being able to experience these things is you're you're experiencing this trip, you're observing things having these thoughts and then you look over and this guy that's created a 50 billion, 60 billion dollar company now in four or five years is having similar thoughts to you. So you're like, that's, it was just kind of a strange juxtaposition of not only can you believe that you're here in Cuba experiencing this and having this experience, you're having similar thoughts of other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, I thought that was, um, Kind of for
0: me, it was really cool to talk to those people that have sold business for billions of dollars and have net worths of billions of dollars. I'm talking to them about sock one and one, uh, and <laughs> they're just all over it, man. Jason Grill
3: always hustling.
0: Well, no, I mean, you give them a pair, and they're they've ordered more, you know, yeah. and they they connect with you, and you know, we were going to the Cigar Factory. We stopped uh, at the baseball stadium, and I've been sitting next to this guy talking to him for a good two, three, eight days, you know, yeah. just randomly, and. He's like, we're coming back here in March. It's not official yet, but then we watched the MLB.com video, and they're talking about playing in Cuba. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we were just sitting with the owner of the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays in the cigar factory hanging out with the guy. Yeah. Had no idea the whole trip. That kind of happened on day three. So it was just you learned a lot, and the relationships that they procured were pretty cool. And um, I
3: thought it was cool, actually. I mean, it, it would have been great to be able to connect with people and know who was going beforehand, but I thought that um, some of that actually forced you to go and have normal conversations with people. And it wasn't about, oh, this guy fo- co-founded Uber or owns the Devil Rays or ran Elite Daily. It was, Hey, these are really amazing, high achievers that just are experiencing something together.
0: That's true. Ryan, I want to talk to you briefly about what do you think the most misunderstood aspect of Cuban life is? I know you talked about that in this recent HuffPost article is the entrepreneurial spirit of Cubans.
2: Yeah. And it was unbelievable. I mean, Blake hit the nail on the head earlier. You kind of expect, you know, people to feel a little bit down or feel like, you know, they're potentially missing out on, on opportunity. And that wasn't it at all. I mean, everybody had some sort of hustle, you know, and, and next to that, everyone was happy. Everyone was satisfied with what they had. And so I appreciated around every corner was someone creating an opportunity for themselves. It wasn't, you know, this, this typical molding of let's build a, a software tech company and hopefully sell for a hundred million. It was, listen, I'm going to make, uh, something happened today in, in this moment uh, to help my family move forward, and so I thought that that entrepreneurial spirit was was I think refreshing for us from Kansas City, where we're trying to be the next tech, you know, great tech hub.
0: Yeah, it's it, they're really floating on entrepreneurial spirit there, and they're really surviving mm-hmm. in spite of all the other stuff going around them. I thought. Yeah, throughout the he- years of history, I mean, yeah, I mean, the city some- was shut down basically for yeah, sixty years.
3: Something that kept coming up for me, or something that I kept noticing, is you know. Outside of all the optimism and hope that I've, that I overwhelmingly felt from all the Cuban people, I always got the feeling and I always heard the word alone. And it was because they all are very smart. They all know so much about their history. They know that all the way back to when Columbus landed, countries have come in and basically used Cuba for what they needed and then left and then they were alone again. And, uh, so that was something that, that, that was just kind of struck me as they just, Outside of all the optimism and hope that you, that you overwhelmingly feel, you feel that, that sense of being alone on an island in the middle of the ocean.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it truly is the spirit of the Cubans. I noticed that they were extremely nice. It was their, their entrepreneurial spirit, their creativity with the cars, with the no parts. That's why the country's still
3: moving forward, in my opinion. Well, it's the innovation about learning how to live within the regime. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them, the ones that are still there have. Uh, I think we'd all go back at some point in the next three to five years. I think I want to give it at least another year, year and a half, kind of give it enough time to see some progress. But
2: yeah, we said I mean, what a three. A three we could give, yeah. give tours now with Israel. Three years ago, we could give
3: tours.
0: Guys, thanks for coming to the show, Ryan O'Connell, Blake, Blake Miller. Thanks for joining us today, thanks, in Grill Nation. We'll see you again soon. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.